Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. Welcome in to another edition, another episode, another installment, another whatever you want to call it, with your host, Uncle Tim Thrifehood Podcast, The Bushido Code. Yes, The Bushido Code. First, let me say this episode will be featuring some discussion questions entitled, Think About It. I just call it, Think About It, and then I add two or three or four questions to the show notes. This is nothing more than giving you an opportunity to deep dive a little further into this specific topic. I do this periodically with some of my episodes, and this will be one of them. So take a few minutes, look at those questions, self-contemplate, maybe discuss it with a friend or a buddy or your girlfriend or mom and dad or somebody, anybody, an adult. Take an opportunity there and try to see if maybe you can apply what we're talking about, which today is the Bushido Code. The Bushido Code is very interesting to me. And let me start off by saying, as I always try to clarify in episodes, if I'm speaking about a philosophy or I'm interviewing someone of a, of a certain faith, I'm not trying to promote anything necessarily. Again, I my faith's very important to me. And this is more of a philosophy, so to speak, But I think the basic, the fundamentals of the Bushido Code are, I think they're actually kind of awesome, to be quite honest with you. I love the history. I love that. We'll get into that here in a second. If you are a young man and you're just grappling with what it is to be a man, I don't know, maybe this is another option, an alternative of starting your life off of, you know, maybe saying, you know, maybe I should just start with some fundamentals. Well, I'll tell you what, the Bushido Code could be a great place to start. So let's dive into this. What is Bushido? I'm referencing invaluable.com for my information here. Bushido was a code of conduct that emerged in Japan from the samurai or Japanese warriors who spread their ideals throughout society. They drew inspiration from Confucianism, which is a relatively conservative philosophy and system of beliefs that places a great deal of importance on loyalty and duty. The Bushido Code contains eight key principles of virtues that warriors were expected to uphold. So what are those eight key virtues, principles? Justice, courage, compassion, respect, integrity, honor, loyalty, and self-control. So let's break these down. Let's look at each one for just a minute. Justice. Justice is a core value of the samurai. Incorporating the Bushido principle of justice into your life requires reflecting on what is fair and upholding the value of upstanding moral character. Do you have moral character? Do you have upstanding moral character? Are you able to look at things honestly And through the lens of justice and fairness, can you do that? Are you able to do that? I'll tell you what, 
That's becoming a lost art in our society today, guys. It really is on a number of levels. Rather than being honest and fair and really trying to make it a level playing field in our society today, it's not happening. Well, as young men, you can be influenced by that. If you see that over and over happening again and again and again in our society that there isn't just truth, that there isn't fairness, that there isn't upstanding moral character in our society, that begins to make us and make you be cynical. You start looking at it and saying, well, pfft, man, if, if nobody else is doing it, why am I, why should I do it? But that's not how we approach life, right? The warriors that support the Bushido Code say it doesn't matter if the rest of the world is not being fair and honest and upholding a good moral character, I will still maintain that, okay? So next is courage. Courage like justice entails deciphering what is right and wrong. Courage requires the strength not only to perceive, but also to act. Courage is not only just realizing that something needs to be done, but then acting on it, okay? All right, the next virtue is compassion. Compassion is the ability to manifest love and sympathy through patience. It also requires attempting to see the world from the perspective of others. This is an essential, important trait for those in a leadership role. If you, at some point down the road, become an individual where you have people reporting to you, you're going to learn something fairly quickly. If you approach both of them the exact same way, you're going to get two different results. The reason for that is, is because we are all different, guys. As you get older, you're going to realize how I act and I respond to this person isn't going to be the exact same way that I act and respond to that person. And there are ways to get us motivated. There are ways to shut us down. There are ways to get us ticked off. There are ways to make us happy. And everybody's set up differently. So compassion in leadership, when you get to that point, compassion is really about, hey, what do I need to do in order to maximize the growth and the potential of this individual versus that individual. You may have 10 or 15 people, right? You're going to have to figure out what makes each person tick. And the compassion part of this is understanding them in their situation. That's what a great leader does. To get the maximum out of each individual, a leader, like in a war, a general, a lieutenant, sergeant, whatever level they're in, a good one knows what buttons to flip and to switch in order to get the maximum out of their warriors. Same thing here. And I think it also just has a lot to do with understanding and being able to be aware of other people's situations and circumstances. Because you know what? There may be a day coming where you might need some compassion in the situation that you're dealing with. And wouldn't it be nice if someone were to respond to you the way that you responded to them, okay? Respect. Respect means that you acknowledge your regard for the experiences and feelings of others. In order to collaborate with another person, politeness must be employed, right? You want to respect somebody? Show up when you say you're going to show up. Call them when you say you're going to call them. Pick your girlfriend up. I say this a lot. Pick your girlfriend up a few minutes prior to the time that you say you're going to be there. 
Okay, you're going to a family event. There's a big family reunion and your parents want you to go and you're driving now. Show up when you're supposed to make the phone call that you said you're going to do. If you're going to mom or dad ask you to mow the grass tomorrow afternoon, don't put it off. Do it right. When you get a little older and you're in meetings, there's a meeting at two o'clock. You don't show up at 201. You show up at 155 or 157. I, I use time a lot because it's the easiest way to show respect, but it's how you speak to people and how you re respond to people and the, the attitude you have towards interacting with people and on and on and on. Respect is important. Number five is integrity. In order to practice many of the other principles listed, one has to maintain integrity. This means living honestly and sincerely. I can tell you this, if you're wanting to start with one value here. If there's a key principle out of these eight, and maybe you're thinking, God, I can't do all eight of these at once. Start with integrity. You know what integrity is? Integrity is doing the right thing all the time. Integrity is being a just man, being a courageous man, being a compassionate man, being a respectful man, being a man of honor, being a man of loyalty, being a man of self-control. If you're wanting to start somewhere, it means you're taking all of these principles and you're applying them to your life. Integrity is, and you've heard this probably before, when you're behind the scenes and no one knows it, are you still doing the right thing? That's integrity. Honor Samurai were warriors who upheld a sense of self-worth and lived by the highest code of conduct. In order to abide by the principles of honor, you must acknowledge your moral responsibilities, guys. Being a man of honor, I again, I think this is something that has been lost. Honor comes from within. You can't make somebody honor you. You can't force somebody to honor you. But when you are laying your head down on your pillow at night, young men, can you go to sleep with a peace and a reassurance of you done everything you did today, that you honored yourself, that you did the right thing, that you made conscious decisions, that if someone were to poke and to prod into your life and they could see what you did and how you performed and what you, what you did today, would you feel honorable in how you managed the day, right? Honor is worked for, you know, you, you, it's not a right. It's a privilege. You have to work for honor. You have to be someone that over time proves time and again that this guy deserves my respect. And in, in, in essence, it brings honor to you. Moving on to loyalty. First, Stay true to yourself. When fealty is given to another, this must not be abandoned even under difficult circumstances. Uh, by the way, fealty, if you don't know what that is, it's sort of a formal acknowledgement to loyalty or to a Lord, something along those lines. You're, you're swearing an oath to a Lord. While we are loyal to others, and we should be, and we should have other people's backs. We should be doing that. That's a form of loyalty. Hey, when I'm out on the, the battlefield and my buddy is, I hope he's got my back, right? I hope he's watching out and looking out for me as well as himself. And I'm doing the same for him. 
That's one form of loyalty. When you're out in the world, you got people that care for you and you care for them. You look out for them. You step up. You maybe even put yourself in a precarious position sometimes if it means you can help defend another person. But this also is internal. It's being loyal to who you are. I was in a number of bands from heavy metal to hair bands to Christian bands to acoustic bands, even a semi-country band once, singing all this kind of stuff. In the back of my mind for years, I thought, none of this feels right. None of this fits. And there's a certain style of singing that I would like to do someday. And I never did it. And I'll tell you what, I regret that. That's a part of loyalty to myself. You have to be true to yourself first. You can't do something to help someone else if it begins to take you off of your track and off of your path. And then finally, self-control. Self-control in the Bushido code means adhering to this code under all circumstances when with others and when alone. Not every iteration of the Bushido Code includes self-control, but the book Bushido, The Soul of Japan, highlights its importance. I think self-control is enormous. I think it is absolutely enormous. I did an episode called Learn to Say No. Sometimes, sometimes it's just good to say no to something. I'm talking about learning to say no when it might actually be beneficial. It might be worth just saying no. Why? Because you are teaching yourself self-control. You're teaching yourself honor, right? You're showing yourself, telling yourself, I'm an honorable man. I don't have to say yes to everything. It's not all about me. So in the Bushido Code, self-control has a lot to do with you growing up and being something that can manage and maintain life. And you're not swayed and persuaded by one thing or something else. You have a good grasp, you have a good understanding, and you are grounded and you can manage things and maneuver through life by knowing who you are and having that self-control. And until next time, stay strong. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.